0: This is. Marking out. Pro Wrestling Talk for Pro Wrestling Fans. We Marking out, y'all. Follow on Twitter. Pro Wrestling Talk for Pro Wrestling Fans. We Marking out, y'all. Marking out. Pro Wrestling Talk for Pro Wrestling Fans. We Marking out, y'all. Credit like this. Pro Wrestling Talk for Pro Wrestling Fans. We Marking out, y'all. Marking out. Pro wrestling talk by pro wrestling fans.
1: Welcome to Marking Out Pro Wrestling Talk by pro wrestling fans. This is episode 347. You can listen to all of our past episodes, MarkingOut.com, Stitcher Radio, iTunes, and Google Play. Go buy some t-shirts, ProWrestlingTees.com/slash Marking Out. Like us on Facebook. Follow us on Twitter at Marking You can follow me, Dave, over at at DaveTheRave underscore M O. And you can follow Brandon at BTTG161. Brandon, how are thou? I am doing awesome as always. How about yourself? I'm doing uh, pretty good, pretty good. So, youtube.com slash market 11. When's that going to be updated? I have absolutely zero idea. Hmm, hmm. Very interesting. My sources say it may be pretty (laughs) soon, though. Is that correct? I don't know. Maybe you have different sources than I do. Who knows? It's it's very possible. So, how uh how was your week? It was
0: good. Didn't really do much. I went to the Cheesecake Factory last uh, Saturday, so that's good. How'd that treat you? Uh, it was good. What'd you get? Barbecue Ranch Chicken Salad.
1: Yeah? Yeah. On what kind of cheesecake? I'm, oh, I didn't get cheesecake. Are you supposed to get cheesecake when you get there? No. I mean, Cheesecake Factory. Yeah, but you don't
0: have to get it all the time.
1: All right. It's not like all I'm right.
0: sitting there eating cheesecake every single week. Not that I go to Cheesecake Factory every every single week, but no, it's
1: not Cracker Barrel. I mean,
0: no, Cracker Barrel. That, that was a very rare instance.
1: Yeah, Brandon went like pretty much this this summer was definitely very very rare. Yeah. Um, all right. So. Did you watch that video that I sent you of BuzzFeed, how they ordered all those cheesecakes? Uh, I did. I hate BuzzFeed, first of all, because
0: uh, that's just stupid. It's a stupid video. That was a stupid video. I hate, I hate BuzzFeed. I hate Barstool Sports.
1: hmm I don't know. I don't mind BuzzFeed. I actually like a lot of the BuzzFeed videos. The Barstool Sports, I don't really know too well, though. Yeah
0: like I always see it just on my Facebook wall. Mm-hmm. And they're just always there and people are like, "Oh, this is entertaining." And I click into it and the guy's eating a he goes, "Well, oh, one one bite pizza review." And then eats the whole slice. It's, I hate I hate that. I hate
1: them. I don't know that. I'm not familiar with that. It's
0: like boils my
1: blood. <laughs> well, I guess I'm happy that my friends on my timeline don't share that stuff then. Yeah. If it boils your blood, then it probably won't make a difference to me anyways.
0: Yeah, well, yeah, it doesn't make a difference to you, but you like different things than I do, as per you liking BuzzFeed, and I don't.
1: Yeah, definitely. All right, so anything else to uh, highlight? Not much. Did you do anything special this week? Did I do anything special this week? Did you have any um, apples and honey? No, no, no. I, I did I not have a chance yet. I didn't have that either. Yeah, no, Uh, nothing too special took place. Just you know, same old routine stuff. Just getting getting through. Well, so. there
0: was a pay per view this past Sunday, that being No Mercy, coming from the Staples Center in Los Angeles, California. Um, after we finished recording last week, they added a kickoff show match, that being Elias versus Apollo Cruz. Yeah,
1: we. Took our bets on that. Uh, who won overall? I, in there. I did. Really? Six five. Yep. I don't know how that's six, possible. Six six five. I got you beat. You picked Wyatt, Emma, and Cruz. I so. picked Wyatt. Yeah. So those three are your. Uh,
0: yeah, but what the hell, man? You <laughs> you picked you picked. Did you pick Strowman? No, I picked Lesnar. Dude, you definitely said the bar.
1: Uh-uh. I got Shield. And you picked Jason Jordan to win. As interesting as it is, no, I did not. I picked Miz. Didn't you? Did you pick Neville though? Yeah, I only picked and Wyatt Neville and, Neville and Wyatt. Oh. Yeah, I only picked Wyatt and Neville wrong. So Elias
0: picked up the victory over I think this is Cruise.
1: like. I think this is like three in a row that I got on oh, you right it now. Could be. Yeah. Could
0: be. Let's see if I could turn it around for Hell in a Cell.
1: Oh, how the Mighty have fallen. Yeah. But as you were making mention, and, and they the, had that the kickoff match.
0: The, the Mighty don't kneel, so.
1: Yeah, so. Still better than you. Mm hmm.
0: Yeah, so this was a good match. Uh, standard, based off of nothing, feud match
1: yeah it was your basic opener, nothing special.
0: well, I wouldn't say nothing special. I quite enjoyed the match,
1: yeah, but it was nothing wild it was I don't know it was basic match for me,
0: yeah, um, I think they could have done more for the kickoff show with like maybe an inclusion of Kurt Hawkins there to lose another match in like a minute or so,
1: yeah, that would have been good good spot um, for. It.
0: But the actual pay-per-view kicked off with the WWE Intercontinental Championship on the line, The Miz successfully retaining that title against Jason Jordan.
1: I'm a big fan of Jason Jordan's Northern Lights. Yeah. I I like that move.
0: Yeah, uh, yeah, it's a good it's a good move.
1: Un- un- underused. Underused. Underused by who? In general. In general. I think the only two people that do it is really Jason Jordan and Alicia Fox.
0: What? Everybody does a Northern, Northern light suplex. I haven't seen... Are you kidding me?
1: It's like all it over.
0: It's all over the indies and everything. What about WWE? I'm sure there's tons of people in there that do it.
1: I don't know about that. It's not like a suplex. Yeah,
0: Normal. I mean, it's specifically a suplex. <laughs> Normal but, suplex. Uh, but yeah, so Bo Dallas ended up distracting the referee and uh, Curtis Axel... Attacked Jason Jordan, and then uh, Miz was able to hit the skull-crushing finale.
1: Yeah. Um, A-okay with that. Yeah. Finn Balor picked up the victory over Bray Wyatt. Um, there was a pre-match beatdown. And, yeah, I mean, I'm very... Which, this that,
0: I don't understand, like... Finn Balor gets beat down, and... They're coming to take him away like uh, EMTs and stuff, referees, and then Finn Balor gets called a coward.
1: And then he just, like,
0: hulks up, and then...
1: Yeah, it it was... I don't know. I have no idea where they're going to go with this, and I hope they don't go anywhere with this.
0: Clearly they're going somewhere with this. It it doesn't make sense (laughs) It doesn't. No, it doesn't.
1: Three pay-per-view matches dedicated to this one feud that really... Nobody understands.
0: But was it what, what do you mean three? I think last week we said that Bray Wyatt had two victories over
1: – or,
0: or Finn Balor had two victories over Bray Wyatt already. Yeah. Or vice versa. I don't
1: – It just doesn't make sense to me.
0: But, like, he doesn't? Did he?
1: He doesn't want – Like, this goes back to SummerSlam where Balor uh, picked up the victory. Yeah, so that was one match. So that was with the as the demon. Oh, before the Monday Night Raw. Before that, they had their oh, match. Oh, that's I mean, what it was. Right. That's the only. That's that's the only time that Bray defeated Finn Balor. Was on that Monday Night Raw.
0: Yeah, I don't. Uh, I don't understand it. I don't know what they're quite doing with uh, Bray Wyatt and Finn Balor. It's like they don't have anything to do with either of them. So they're gonna just put them together.
1: But they're gonna put them together every Monday Night Raw, and yeah. I feel like Balor should have been tossed together with, I don't know, someone else, anyone, just not the two of them anymore. I mean, Bray SummerSlam was enough. You had the Demon. That's it. There's no reason to extend it. But I, yeah, I don't. I mean, again, maybe like maybe they're gonna do
0: it. <laughs> like maybe they're gonna do the bring it all back to extreme rules. I don't see that happening, but at this point like if they're going for another round I don't maybe that's where they're going with it. I have no idea.
1: No, well, it just overall doesn't make sense to me. Even if they bring it back, it's it doesn't make sense that it's taking this long. It shouldn't take this long to bring it back to Well, I mean, Uh, that's, I mean, May to, it's a long shot, but, May to October, yeah. But even still, it's just, I think it's really bad. I think it's really bad. I don't think that their matches have been anything superb. I feel like Bray Wyatt matches have really been subpar. Um, He has the lariat that looks really cool. He has his spots, but it's never been anything that's a five star match. The last, the last really great match that Bray Wyatt has had. Was outside of like that um, elimination chamber was against Daniel Bryan. I don't think th- I think it's far in, in between of him having a really a good match. Well,
0: or at moving
1: least on a, a great match, I should say. Moving good on matches from easy to come by. That is Why, wait, 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 for you the don't
0: WWE Tag Team Championships. Hey, 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 hey. No, no, there's nothing to discuss. But you don't agree, or I mean, it's what it, it is. What it is. They have. It's like it's just become repetitive. All right, for the WWE Raw Tag Team Champions, Chips, uh, Dean Ambrose, and Seth Rollins successfully retaining over the Bar. Are they being called the Bar?
1: Can we just call them the Bar? I wrote down that they're the Bar. Yeah. So they defeated the Bar. Uh, Awesome match. I was a huge fan of this. The brawling from the outside to start it off with. They, you had this one moment where. Seamus hit the white noise, um, and then uh, Rollins got parabombed right onto uh, Ambrose off the top rope. Yeah, by Cesaro, that spot was awesome. Um, ouch! Yeah, Cesaro eating the turnbuckle. It's like he he eats the
0: turnbuckle. We don't. I'm like I didn't see it originally. Uh, I mean I didn't see the the missing teeth originally, and then. Further down the line in the match, he's bleeding from his mouth. And then you see that they're like from what it looks like, there are no teeth there. And it's like, oh my god, did he just lose both of his front teeth? Did they both get knocked out on that on that move? And uh then it turns out that he didn't lose his teeth. That they just went into his gums which I didn't even know teeth could do that
1: yeah but how didn't you think that teeth can do that
0: I don't know I just never like I don't know where do they go they just go further I don't know where like where do they go like there's nowhere there's no <laughs> like I, I don't I can't fathom a place of where they go what do you mean they puncture the gum they go up into it what's above the gum though the What's up there?
1: <laughs> the root. The so, root and bone.
0: Yeah, exactly. So I'm saying, like, if there's bone over there, how does it go? Like, that's your jaw.
1: Mm.
0: Like, where does the, it go after that? So he's, I assume he's getting those removed,
1: and now they're going to be fake. Yeah, join the Neville club. <sighs> the Neville and a Foley club.
0: Why, Neville has fake teeth over there?
1: He has fake teeth. I think it's in the front. Remember where I he mean, took them out? I don't remember. Yeah, Brodus Clay knocked them out for him. Um, but this really match remember. was was amazing. I like the fact, like, it could have went either way. There yeah. was a moment where Cesar and Sheamus, I thought for sure, were going to win. And then there was moments where they thought that she was going to win earlier. And it was just a lot of fun. Yeah. Uh,
0: I thought you were going to, like, say Natalia. Natalya because she
1: has she has she got her teeth knocked out. Oh, did she? Yeah. Oh. Um Bliss picked up the victory over Bailey Jax, Emma and Banks to retain her title. I thought that Emma and I Jax both stood out in this match really well. I thought this was a really good match. I agree. I agree. I
0: quite enjoyed the uh well the triple teaming. Mhm. And
1: then the I don't know how many, how many people did that take for the power bomb? I believe all of them you had two on the bottom, and I think you had all three up top. Well, no, you had two up top yeah so that yeah. was that was a fun match. Um, yeah, it was a good match. uh you had Reigns pick up the victory over John Cena. um I thought it was interesting, like at the start, John Cena was teasing just walking out on the match. I, I thought it was like
0: a I didn't pick up on that.
1: Yeah, he was teasing walking out on the match because the fans were booing and telling him to leave. Um, yeah, this match, it was a good match, but I don't know. It didn't do too much for me. Uh-huh. I didn't like the ending. Because I really didn't like the ending. I mean, John Cena hits uh, top rope AA, and then he, I think overall he hits four AAs, and Roman Reigns hits one Superman punch and spear, and that's it. Because he's the big dog. Yeah. And how many people have that has that not taken out? But he didn't hit just has, I'm I, pretty I'm, sure
0: Reigns hit at least two Superman punches. I I'm, I'm not and a fan. I'm pretty sure he speared John Cena through the announce table, so Yeah, that's it. That's the big hotspot. Yeah, but it's still it's not like it's still like uh, he, I, I did, think that... he did both of those moves twice. John Cena did his four times. That's I mean, if you say it's like the same thing,
1: I I think that I I don't like it. Well, I thought this match was good, and then and it seemed like the fans weren't into it at times too. It was back and forth. I know that's yeah.
0: It fan. I guess it took a a while for it to heat up or whatever.
1: Yeah, the fans were heavily booing in the beginning. They just
0: didn't give it a chance. They were chanting boring within like the first two minutes or so. Um, they didn't give it a chance and then all of a sudden they're like marking out over and over again at this match Uh, and then the weirdest thing for me of this segment was afterwards with John Cena where like he gives props to Roman Reigns whatever he raises his arm Reigns leaves and then Cena's just in the ring by himself Uh, he takes off his hat his coat and leaves it in the middle of the ring (laughs) that was a joke
1: Mhm. Thought it would go over. No, it's not going to go over.
0: But uh, it's like he—I guess in a sense, John Cena did tease retiring. Uh, mm-hmm. Although he says he's not retired, he's just—I mean, I guess he's going off to film Transformers and other movies now. Oh no, they're doing more of that. What? Transformers. Yeah, you remember we discussed this Bumblebee? He's in the. It's not a Transformers oh, yeah. movie. And it's the. I mean, it is a Transformers movie, but not Transformers. Mm. Isn't Nikki pregnant
1: or no? No, I don't know. Who said that? I don't know. I thought she was pregnant. What? Maybe that's the other one. They wouldn't let her dance. Oh, she's doing... That's... Okay. Well, I don't understand. It's like not. three
0: weeks in a row that you don't know Nikki is on. I don't
1: watch it. I don't pay attention. I don't watch it. I don't pay attention to which one's which. I don't care to. Uh-huh. I know one's, one's dating Cena, one's m- dating... Uh, the one are married, married to, yeah. I mean, so... but, but No, no, the...
0: Hold on. What are your thoughts on the the Cena stuff? Did that like, did that make no sense to do on the pay per view? No, I didn't care. It's like, is that like the holdover? Like, it's like, oh, I'll be back, but like, let me just take time over here. I I was like, oh snap, something's about to happen. I was getting ready for Undertaker to come out.
1: Undertaker?
0: Yeah, I I mean, you never know.
1: I mean, I thought that maybe it was going to get set up to him getting attacked on the stage by someone, but I didn't think Undertaker. I thought Undertaker would be there. Why would you think Undertaker?
0: Because that's like the last match that hasn't
1: happened yet. But is that That the last match that you want to see? I
0: wouldn't mind Undertaker versus John Cena at Mania or something. (laughs) Eh. Oh, even I mean more so if he wanted to retire, not at WrestleMania, retire at Survivor Series, which is coming up. Undertaker debuted at Survivor Series.
1: In my mind, Undertaker is retired, and I think that that's if he isn't a, if he isn't retired, I think that is totally stupid. I think you're that wrong they played on that. It doesn't. I matter. think
0: that it doesn't matter.
1: I think that it's totally stupid that they played it off as if he was retiring wrestling, by leaving all of his stuff. Wrestling is
0: wrestling, though. I don't know. It's not
1: like... Wrestling is wrestling. What kind of in a reasoning is that? What do
0: it's... you mean? Is You can't just retire. It doesn't happen. It's not a thing. It doesn't happen.
1: Well, I think it's stupid to leave everything in the ring then.
0: Look at Terry Funk. He's retired how many times?
1: <sighs> so, next up you had Enzo Amore pick up the victory over Neville to get that Cruiserweight title around his waist, and... Yeah, the cruiserweight division is crumbling. Thanks, Enzo. I don't, I don't think it's crumbling.
0: I, and I think that was the right call as much as I didn't want to see it happen. The
1: right call? How so?
0: I mean, look at, I'm honestly, Enzo said it himself on Monday Night Raw. This is the most attention the cruiserweights have gotten at all.
1: I disagree. How not?
0: I don't know how Aries, you disagree with I think
1: like Aries that. and Neville got a lot of attention at WrestleMania. Yeah, and they were the kickoff show. Didn't even okay. make the DVD. Okay. Enzo
0: Amore just closed out Monday Night Raw with the
1: Cruiserweights. All right, and let's see what happens with it. Right, I don't think so, that it's going to continue. So I don't know why you're like... I think that the, because he, I don't think he's a good wrestler. It doesn't I don't matter think that if you you're a good wrestler
0: that. or not. I do not. It doesn't matter what your in-ring performance
1: is. All right, so let him injure someone or injure himself again.
0: When's he injuring somebody?
1: Who knows? When
0: did he injure anybody?
1: Who knows? Who knows? But
0: off of internet.
1: Of course, of course. Well, Beetlejuice picked up the victory with a low uh, blow. With a low blow,
0: which is kind of malarkey. I don't. I don't understand how you've ever used that
1: word. But the guy, the guy was. Pretty much undefeated the entire year, yeah, and then yeah, loses yeah. and then loses to one of the worst people wrestlers on the roster. Set, did you set just, aside did you just say Mike Tazawa was one of the worst. Set aside, set aside Mike Skills and that and charisma. It just gives, is one of the It worst gives more spotlight. Roster.
0: It gives more spotlight to the cruiserweight division.
1: Okay, so you have Neville, who only lost one match this entire year. Lose to Enzo. And now what are you going to do? I mean, you'll have to wait and see. Certain, so things,
0: certain things have happened. Is where Neville, if does Neville stay, have a
1: rematch, and he loses again? No.
0: He's already blew that opportunity. So certain things have happened since the pay-per-view, since 205 Live. We'll see what happens.
1: I don't know if, what they're going to do. I mean, it seems like very slowly Enzo is becoming a heel. Which, yeah. what's going to happen to his, uh, his merchandise? He'll merch if sells, if that's bro. He'll
0: merch, merchandise sells.
1: Yeah? How many times have you stayed up to date with the selling rates? I don't stay up to date with any of the sales rate. Oh, so you, then you know just for a fact I'm that... I'm sorry,
0: was the NWA, NWO not the biggest heel stable in wrestling history?
1: No, it was. So, but that's one, one instance. And
0: was Stone Cold Steve Austin not a heel?
1: No, he was not. Mm, Right.
0: He was not. Definitely the
1: heel. Definitely was the heel. No, before that. So we had the main event of the evening: Universal Champ Lesnar successfully defending against Braun Strowman. Um, this match was was fine for what it was. It was
0: good and ended in such disappointment.
1: Yeah, I mean, Braun Strowman was tossing around Lesnar. You thought Braun had a chance, and then he gets hit with the FU. No, and F5. Oh, yeah, F5. <laughs> so uh, it's like, it's like,
0: th- it's that sucked. The ending of this sucked. Well, the thing is, you knew that that was going to, I mean, you yeah, pretty Yeah, much... but to have it, like, it just, like, out of nowhere scoops him up, F5, that's it. Braun Strowman, like... Like, seriously, took Brock Lesnar apart. He had, mm. Lesnar had the Camaro locked, the Camaro lock in or applied or whatever. Strowman gets, he gets out of that. He hits two running power slams. He had that, the, the reverse choke slam in the match and everything. I think, if I remember correctly.
1: I believe, I believe that.
0: And then out of nowhere or he just did a a regular choke
1: slam? Regular choke slam.
0: I don't remember. But he just out of nowhere gets scooped up at
1: 5123. What do you think about false finishes? As in what? With how many there are? Like I mean with just in general, people hit a finisher and then it's not the end of the match. Is that a bad thing? I don't know. I feel like it's a spot that may be done a little bit too much at times. I
0: think if done correctly, I mean, I didn't mind them in this match. There were certainly near fall finishes in this.
1: Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So
0: it's like it, if if they're used properly, I have absolutely no problem with that.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: So all
1: right.
0: So the next pay per view, um, I assume Starcade's not going to happen. But that's afterwards anyway. But well, um, they
1: said that that's going to be on a. I think it's or it's the house. It's a house show,
0: right? So it's probably not going to be a network special. But I forgot that was November and not October. So the next pay per view is Hell in a Cell, followed by TLC, followed by Starcade if we get it. NXT Takeover,
1: Survivor Series. Yeah, I'll be in Florida. Um. All right, well, let's talk a little bit about Monday Night Raw. Monday
0: Night Nitro. Which kicked off with the most must see WWE superstar in history. That's probably incorrect, uh, the saying wise, at least. Uh, Ms. TV. Opened the show with Roman Reigns. Uh, straightforward Ms. TV segment. Where yeah, nothing too. Miz spoke about no mercy. He spoke about Jason Jordan. He spoke about Roman Reigns. Obviously, Reigns was the guest there. Um, spoke about John Cena. Uh, and then it ended with Kurt Angle coming out, making Miz versus Roman Reigns, and then a tag team match. And that tag team match was Jason Jordan teaming up with Matt Hardy to defeat the Miz
1: I really like that Jeff Hardy was at ringside, though. He's supposed to go in for uh, shoulder surgery, but I like that he was at ringside, you know, as opposed to all the times that we've seen a tag team partner get injured, and um, that's it. They're not at ringside, or they don't allow them to go singles to kind of uh, help progress. Even that, instead, they just don't give a reason. They're just like, oh, this person was injured, and kept off TV but on TV like I'm I really like that they had Jeff Hardy at ringside they said that he's injured and stuff like that and then you had Matt competing solo so now you're kind of setting up where Jeff can go off for his surgery and Matt can still compete uh solo I yeah. I really I really like that and I understand sometimes you can't like revival it may be a little bit difficult because I guess we really don't know how they are as solo wrestlers but like it's not the same situation with Matt and Jeff, where both of them have had successful solo careers. So, but I am very happy with that. And, and um, yeah, it was yeah. certainly certainly
0: interesting that that they're that they had that. Yeah, and it's um, pretty crazy that for the first time since his debut, this is like his first major injury. Jeff Hardy, really. Yeah, never never really been out because
1: of an injury. Well, let's uh, hope that that remains. Let's hope that this is the only injury that he incurs, and we, uh, we'll keep everyone covered when that surgery does take place and everything like that.
0: Yeah, um, but as far as this match goes, it goes back to me not liking how Jason Jordan split from Chad Gable and then almost immediately got thrown into tag team matches.
1: What I just don't like is that they got split. I'm okay with him being thrown into tag team. I'm okay it doesn't with that. Do, but what, it's not doing on, anything what, for
0: his solo career.
1: Hold on. But what I don't like is that you split them up and put Gable with Another. Shelton Benjamin and that you're not doing really anything with them. I, I would definitely expect that Shelton Benjamin, being the gold standard... Especially should, Shelton Benjamin. He should have been... The solo. I think that Jordan and Gable should have been kept together, especially being former tag team champions. That uh, I feel like didn't live up to um, a yeah, standard. Their title reign,
0: solo. their title reign on SmackDown wasn't
1: good. They just weren't. They didn't use them at all. Properly. Do you think this separation was to get people to forget that title reign? I don't. I don't no. know. I still
0: I don't understand the, the separation. I don't understand the storyline.
1: I mean, the only thing I can think of is that you separated them so without problem or anything, so this way down the line, two years or whatever, once they are more uh, well-developed in the ring, you could have that uh, tag team reunited, and then you could give them a longer title run with a little bit more confidence that they'll be able to... Um, Sell tickets and advertise and everything like that. But yeah, I
0: don't know. But like right now, what did the what did Chad Gable and Shelton Benjamin oh, do on SmackDown?
1: Exactly. It was a, an
0: after a .dot com exclusive of them yeah. do, them being interviewed and then Hyperos Bros arguing in the background.
1: But the thing is with the Jason Jordan too. Another thing with that besides the Shelton Benjamin should have been solo and stuff is that he gets transferred over for an awful storyline that I. I can't see, uh, elevating him. If it was, I feel like because of the, the silliness of the storyline, I feel like it really breaks credibility of buying into him and get, and supporting him as but like,
0: I, I find it very hard to believe that like Jason Jordan finds out, they're like, they give him a the call they're like, Hey, come over, come over. Let's discuss this. We're, uh, we're actually splitting you and, and, and Chad Gable up. Oh, really? Like, what's, like, you're going to, like, have us feud? No, you're going to go to Monday Night Raw and be Kurt Angle's son. It's like, there's, no, like, how do you react to that?
1: There's, like. Well, obviously, I could only assume that he's a mark for Kurt Angle with the amateur background. And he probably no, jumped on it really quickly.
0: There's no way you could, like, go into a storyline like that and be like, oh, this is awesome. Aside no. from personal reasons.
1: I mean, and if he did have any outside interference, like mentally and stuff, he never spoke of it. Because if he yeah, says, of course I he don't... Can. I mean, he if he goes, you know, I don't think that that is the proper way that my character should be treated. I don't think that I should be going in that direction. That won't help me. Well, now you just insulted a, hall, a future Hall of Famer. Or cur- her current Hall of Famer, I mean. No, you don't insult them.
0: What happens is... Well, to- I feel like... I.
1: I feel like it would be an, an insult to Kurt Angle if you said, I don't want to do the storyline with you as silly as it is. I don't want to do a storyline with you.
0: I don't think that's what it, it wouldn't be saying. That is, this is a stupid storyline that the fans aren't going to like.
1: Of course. But I think I, I feel like it could be, it could be twisted in that manner that it's disrespectful to Kurt Angle. No, as well. be, he'd
0: be like, Oh, I like Kurt Angle and everything, but this is stupid. This is not going to get me over. And yeah. it's proven to not gotten him over
1: oh yeah um but like he
0: can't speak out like that neville he speaks out he spoke out against the uh against the t-shirt that was released for him mm-hmm. he could do that all he wants but jason jordan if he if, if he i'm sure if he said something like that not publicly yeah. or privately even he would be like well guess it's just not being used on smackdown
1: again I mean, he could even potentially be released or pushed even further down. He's not. I mean, he's not a, a a mainstay. He's not like a Miz character where it's like, okay, we're advertising he needs to be kept around. Like if he speaks up against anything, I feel like he's um, he's taught. He's able to be cut. But next up, you had Elias pick up the victory over Titus. Uh, Titus. Uh, Apollo Crews.
0: Awful segue. Uh, Yeah. I think their pay-per-view match was better here, better than this here, but uh, I like the inclusion of Titus O'Neil here.
1: Yeah, Titus attacking, going into the attack uh, post-match. And I would
0: assume that with Elias attacking Titus, this is going to lead to a
1: match between them. Who who do you want to see win this, though? I don't know. I mean, I've I still think that Titus O'Neil can hold the championship belt. Both, like not saying the which one, universal. but I think that,
0: oh.
1: huh? I I was gonna
0: say the universal, but then you said not saying which one.
1: Yeah, no, I I think that he can be icy or anything like that. I mean, I think I've always, even when he was with the as uh, prime time players, I I always thought that he could be a champion outside of a tag team. Well, with I mean, Elias is great. Oh um, yeah, he, same thing with him. And Titus Worldwide is growing, so it's growing. Yet we haven't seen anybody grow on camera. Well, like, I mean, we I
0: have, in the sense that it's like getting—it's still popular.
1: Yeah, I think that there has to be more inclusion with people that are on the brand on TV. Also, by the way, they just added
0: to uh, Comic Con. Uh, on Saturday when I go, is Anthony
1: Bourdain. Nice. For free. I'm going to try to meet him. She <laughs> should get him to sign a Titus O'Neil 8x10. That'd be stupid. It would make no sense, but I think that you would get a laugh, and no one's probably have ever had him do that before. Yeah, and also,
0: where am I getting a Titus O'Neil 8x10? <laughs> I don't know. But I wanna, so, I'm going to try to meet him. All right, good deal. Yeah.
1: But, uh,
0: yeah, up next we had Kurt Hawkins cutting a promo about breaking the streak, and he was waiting for his next opponent to come out, only to have Braun Strowman's music hit. Hawkins darted, and uh, Strowman chased after him, caught up.
1: Put him through a table. Yeah, put him through through a a
0: table. And then through the entrance stage. Yeah. Which was absolutely brutal. Did, Did you see the picture afterwards?
1: Yeah, it was a
0: good spot. Jeez, yeah. I thought when he picked him up for the power slam, that he was gonna hit like the the longest running power slam, and Mm -hmm. just run it down the ramp, Mm -hmm. and smash him down. Ringside. Yeah, no, but uh, that didn't happen, and he went through the stage.
1: Yeah, and then he uh, Braun got in the ring, said that he's putting out a challenge, and Dean Ambrose answers. And I like Dean Ambrose. Uh, entrance that he looked for Kurt. Ang- uh Kurt Hawkins. I mean, yeah, he looked back. He was just like shaking his head and stuff. I like that. It's such a dumb move on
0: behalf of Dean Ambrose to challenge Braun Strowman like that. Like clearly, Ambrose is unafraid of most things, but and I think this makes Dean Ambrose look good that he's going up against Strowman. But so dumb. Yeah. It's like it's just not a, not a wise move.
1: Yeah, not not really a wise move move at all. Should have uh, Rollins assisted or been there. No. Okay. They, I mean, they cover it later on too. Yeah.
0: But like, as for Braun, shouldn't even been like, shouldn't he have been like super pissed that he lost to Lesnar and like,
1: well, absolutely I, gone on a tear. I mean, I thought that he was pretty much. Uh, he didn't control most of the match, though. No, I don't think so. I don't think he controlled most of the match. But he what you thought like, that I he mean, should have scra- squashed someone? Something like I mean, they did it with Hawkins. Yeah, but who are you going? Who else are you going to have him squash? That's not like Hawkins, Cruz. Like, who else are you going to have him squash? <laughs> it's really. There's really no yeah, no one. Yeah, I, I mean, don't you know. you start to go into the caliber of like it happens Balor. later, but you start to go into Balor and Miz and these uh, like the mid card guys that are currently in title situations. So if you have a squash against one of them, it really, it's pretty bad. The only person that could do that is, I mean, not even Goldis isn't on that level anymore. Hmm. So, um, up next, Alexa Bliss was out there
0: cutting a promo about winning at the pay-per-view and how that there's really there's no women left for her. She's faced them all. And then Mickey James came out, cut a promo about Alexa Bliss's body and then Alexa Bliss cut a promo about Mickey James being old. Um and then uh, Alexa Bliss went to or Mickey James, I think, slapped Alexa Bliss first, and Bliss went to go hit her, but she got it blocked, and then got kicked in the face.
1: Yeah, so the person who lost to Emma two to three weeks ago on Monday Night Raw and had to supposedly tweet out
0: something about
1: uh, Emma being the the creator of the division or whatever that was, which I don't think she ever tweeted out, now she's going to have a title, uh, potentially a title match or a feud with Alexa Bliss. I not mean, like
0: it, we we've seen we've seen it before on SmackDown, but like doesn't make I sense mean, it's, to me. It's still it's still fresh for Monday Night Raw, so it's like like what else is there for that division?
1: Oscar, not gonna happen yet. Emma, give Emma a chance. That's and I I think Emma and Nia Jax are the only two f- fresh. People that could do something different in there because we haven't seen Nia Jax as champion and we haven't seen Emma as champion. And I think as both of them as champion would step up to the plate and give us something that we haven't really seen from them yet. Well, and it would be a good way to have more of an outlet of different storylines.
0: Yeah, but like what happens? Emma comes in, becomes champion. Mm-hmm. The next like we already know. Asuka is coming. And she's coming at
1: next month. Mm-hmm. That's okay. So Emma it... doesn't need to hold the title for a long time. I mean, I think a, even a month of new uh, new stories would be would be fine. New storylines with so her. So she'll hold t- the title for
0: less than thirty days.
1: Yeah, we've we've seen that many times, dude. Mm. We've seen that many times, especially with with that title alone. I don't. I think that just for a few new storylines to carry over. Yeah, that's fine.
0: Yeah, but I, I don't know. I think it'd be best
1: if if what? If you didn't have that. You, you just want Emma to be champion for a long haul. I mean, she should be. I agree champion with you for a long haul, but but I for mean, a temporary fix, I think that that would be fine.
0: Yeah, but what's better? Being champion for 30 days or Beating someone who was champion for sixty days. Yeah, but
1: look at look at the track record of Again, that's champions. not saying that Oscar has a
0: championship match at TLC. We have no
1: that, idea. That that too. You don't know who sh- when she comes in. You don't maybe maybe she'll go after Nia Jax being the biggest uh woman on the roster and the most powerful. That in comparison, that would be kind of like making your debut and going up against the Braun Strowman of the roster. So, that could make a a statement alone. I don't know. I just think the champion should have more days under her. Yeah, but weren't you okay with the quick title switches recently when we've last discussed this? Not for the women's championship. I
0: mean... Like, there was no reason why Sasha Banks should have defeated Alexa Bliss. She should have just still been champion.
1: Okay, yeah, I agree with you on that, but... But I still think, even if you don't switch hands to Emma, I think that Emma versus Bliss would be fine. I mean, we still – I feel like I haven't had the success uh, – well, not the success. I haven't had the a conclusion or anything like that with Nia Jax and Alexa Bliss. Like, they're so low. Uh, well,
0: I don't we, know. Well, I mean, we still have weeks until Asuka debuts, so we'll we see still, what happens.
1: still have weeks, but hopefully this stuff with Mickey James is just like a, a quick – like, next week on – on Raw, she has the match and that's it, because you could still have the conclusion of Bliss versus Nia Jax and then call in Asuka.
0: Because it's like right now there's like there's three unused
1: women basically on the Raw roster, and let's, now Mickie James Bailey, is being used, and Bailey and Bliss. I mean Bailey and ba- uh and Banks still haven't had a feud together yet. Well, I mean it seems like they're going that route at some point. But I feel like it has to happen sooner or later instead of having the, no having, the, having, the diva, having the women's division kind of clustered together so much now.
0: I mean, if Monday Night Raw is anything, then something, it's looking like it's going to happen soon. Yeah.
1: Up next up, uh, the
0: Rollins defeated Sheamus. Uh, this match didn't do anything for
1: me. I am going to say think that. It, a-
0: I don't think it really did anything for anybody here.
1: I'm I'm going to say that about the next few matches in my opinion. Um, well I disagree I... 100% with that. But what's that? I said I disagree with that 100%, okay. but All
0: right. Um, before the match, Rollins was backstage talking to Dean Ambrose and said that what he does now affects him, so he should definitely not do stupid stuff like that like like challenging Braun Strowman. One thing that and I'd then, some- to top that off, Rollins, the stupidest thing, he goes, oh, guess what? Next week, I'm going to talk to Kurt Angle and challenge Braun Strowman. <laughs> he just, what, like, what? You just said he, what he, you, he does affects you.
1: Well, on the other hand, that could be put into a storyline where Dean Ambrose calls him out for that, being like, you just criticized me for this, and now you're going to do something stupid? I don't know. But, unfortunately... I mean, the writing on the wall is that we're going to see Rollins versus Ambrose for the 100th time again.
0: That's not writing on the wall. What are you talking about? Writing on the wall is leading to the next segment, Roman Reigns defeating The Miz, which I thought this match was great. Um, I don't
1: understand your segue at all. Even but- if I
0: go into this match, I assume that Miz wasn't winning this, but they put on a damn good match. My segue is the fact that Reigns took out Taraj. And then Ms. Taraj and Miz took him out afterwards. Used a chair, uh, which you, I would have assumed this was going to lead to the Shield versus the Miz
1: Mm-hmm. I don't know if it's going to be... When do you expect someone to intervene at some point instead of having like a 10-minute beatdown? I thought for sure we were going to
0: see the Shield intervene last night, uh, last week on Raw. This past week on Raw. Yeah. But I guess they're gonna wait till after that Strowman stuff.
1: Uh, who knows? Get a little closer uh, to the next review. Yeah. Uh, next up, you had Goldust backstage uh, to set up this match, talking to Kurt Angle, and no, he was talking to Finn Balor. Yeah, and then he attacks Finn Balor. That sets up this match over here. Balor picking up the victory over Goldust. It's like, did Dustin Rhodes have a better showing than Goldust? No. Yeah, I know you He, I, mean? no. he I, 100% had way more. I put them both as the same, under the same. I think that they're both talented. I mean, it's the same person. I don't see the difference.
0: <laughs> yeah, you're like talking as if they're different. I meant like yeah, better different. showing in their matches. I think that it's the same. Um, I think it's the same Goldust that we've always seen. Justin Rhodes had a lot more offense than Goldust did.
1: I disagree. I think Goldust got Go a lot of offense. I disagree with that. All right. Well, next up, you had the main event of the evening. Bailey and Banks picked up the victory over. Oh, Anna, you did. Jax. Hold on,
0: hold on. After that, the lights went out, and he's got the whole world in his hands. Played. So, hopefully, he's talking to Goldust. Yeah, that yeah. could be. Although, it most likely, didn't happen. Man, uh, and it's most likely it's going to lead to another House of Horror's match. Imagine that'd be I'd awful. Rather not. Yeah, imagine. I'd rather uh, not imagine that.
1: All right, main event of the evening, Bailey Banks beat Emma and Jax. I really like that N- Nia Jax did this uh a step over the uh, what's it like a, a step over the arm leg drop. That I, I thought was really a cool move. A cool
0: move. Um, um I just yeah. thought this match was a match to further the breakup between Banks and Bailey. Mm-hmm. Because the way the match ended and uh uh was it Banks tagged herself in? Mm-hmm. So Yeah but, but Emma, like you said before, well I mean you didn't actually say it, but she deserves way too much more than this. I think Emma and
1: Jax do. At least they're at least they're being used though. Yeah, but I think that – I don't think that Mickey James should be up there right now, especially with the loss to Emma. And I think Emma and Nia Jax, both of them proved recently that the two of them can stay, hold their own in that division and that they should be doing more with them. But I guess maybe they're needed for the B feud. I mean, of course, they're needed for that. But how much longer till they get moved up to an A feud? I mean – I mean, they were just
0: it. in the A feud. What are you talking about?
1: Yeah, but all together. I mean, solo A feud. Well, Nia Jax, the right. It was all there for Nia Jax, and then it was all there for getting there, all all there for Emma, and so it's that kind all of happened like,
0: in, like that's thirty days.
1: Yeah, but then it's all Less clumped together. It's all it, they clumped. They took every solo storyline and put it all in that match. Well, so next up, you had Enzo Amori having a little celebration. Um, and he had, earlier he, he spoke had, to Curdy about, about yeah. it. He, he made a clause that none of the cruiserweights can put their hands on him.
0: and yeah. If they do, they will never receive a shot at his title. And then during the segment, all the cruiserweights after Enzo kind of like put down the, the division almost. Mm-hmm. Cruiserweights come out. Enzo makes fun of them. Neville came out, uh, makes fun of him as well. And he said that he's the reason why
1: they're they're in the main event. It's all true, but I so all right. I agree with you. I agree that they that he is putting spotlight on there. But I also think that there's better wrestlers out there to hold that title. The close of Monday Night Night Raw. Hold on. Hold on. Hold on. Hold on. Stop talking. But I understand that it's good for the division right now. Because it's put in that spotlight and it's going to get people to watch because it seems like Enzo is starting to get on people's nerves. Storyline and everything now, they're playing into that storyline. And it's going to be one of those, all right, let's see who's going to step up. Finally, please, like save us, take him out. But then this led into uh, the next part of it. I mean, Enzo thought he was safe due to the claws. Yeah, who,
0: who wouldn't want a shot at the title? Neville comes into the ring, tears Enzo apart.
1: I have no idea if this was a double turn or not. I think it was. I think it was a double turn. But I uh, mean, the fans—the fans were not in support of Enzo at yeah. all.
0: Uh, this was fantastic. I thought this was absolutely fantastic. It was.
1: Um, a, I think it was definitely a switch.
0: And then after Monday Night Raw went off the air, Braun Strowman came out randomly. Mm-hmm. Enzo got up, celebrating mm-hmm. that he's the champion.
1: Enzo gets taken out. I think that Stroman. was more for the fans that in the. I yeah, mean, because I don't know, that's WWE always, showed it, so it's like. I, I would mark out for that if you were if you thought it was all done, and then Braun Strowman out of, plus especially after last week when he took it out and it got such a great reaction, I feel like it's just for fun. Let's have Braun go in there, and then Braun just But even more so he goes, "You guys want him."
0: To the yeah, cruiserweights, I, and he goes and lets the cruiserweights, all them, every single cruiserweight, got in the ring and
1: attacked Enzo. I kind of like that with Braun, that it's not like he's, he's not full-blown attacking every single guy in front of him. That he's right. just like, and he pretty much says that a lot during his storylines, where he's just like, I'm not getting paid for this, or I don't, I don't care, like, for that. Like, I mean, there's many, like, last week he walked, right, he beelined right past Neville. Like without even flinching well, I mean, or caring did that, it. Did it, like not attacking him or anything like that. He did it on Raw too. Same with yeah on, on Raw Weights. too. But so it's like, well, all the
0: cruiserweights they just really gave up their shot at the title.
1: Yeah, the best part was Drew Gulak. If though. WWE gives this the opportunity, yeah, the best part was
0: Gulak. I thought that was hilarious. Where who was going up to the top? Uh, well, I believe Mustafa, uh, Ali. Mustafa Ali, and he goes, no, 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 wait, 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 wait. <laughs> There's no dive, and then <laughs> yeah, the fans you can't do that. Fans booed him, and uh, and they were like, "Oh, come on, please, please!" And then he goes, "Okay, yeah." This they is... started
1: They 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 actually got the crowd to chant "fly," yeah. So and then Gulak gave it, and the crowd popped for that, and he went for his move, and all ended happy. You know, brutal. I thought it was
0: absolutely brutal that they did two airplane spins in a row. Yeah, they didn't didn't. Uh, Enzo say I can't see or something. I think Enzo said put me down or something, and then he said I can't see.
1: <laughs> yeah, I I still I said it for a very long time. I think Mustafa Ali. I would I would like to see as champion at some point. If he gets even built into the main storyline feud, I would enjoy that. I think he's really talented.
0: Well, there are other people I'd rather see be champion before him.
1: Uh, of course, but I think that I think that he has a lot of potential too.
0: Yeah, but so does the person that it. has eight verified abs. There you on go. There you, go. You, 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 you
1: wanted to say that, <laughs> dude. A hundred percent. I I agree. I agree with you. Um, all right. So next up, you had SmackDown. Kevin Owens, uh, in the ring, cutting a promo only yeah. to be well, interrupted. Basically,
0: basically calling out Shane McMahon.
1: Yeah, only to have his
0: longtime feud. Partner Sammy Zing come out, uh, and then Kevin called him a failure. Yeah, and right before they could fight, Daniel Bryan came out and made it a match for the main event.
1: Yeah, so, how did you feel about that? I didn't see any tweet, uh, your tweets or anything, but I, I can only make you pissed.
0: I don't think I wrote anything about it, but I was like, oh come on,
1: really? I'm surprised. I was like, once I saw that on the highlights, I was just like, Brandon must have been really pissed when this happened. I wasn't pissed, but like,
0: what are they? Doing? Why is it I'm, happening?
1: I'm always okay with Owens Zane, but I'm I don't like that I'm getting used to Zane. Zane's uh, is never gonna win. Yeah, I, I don't like that I'm getting used to that. You know. Yeah, like I'm not. I don't like that I'm getting used to Zane not being the Zane that came up from NXT. Like I, I'm, but yeah, yeah. So Baron
0: Corbin. Defeated Todd Dillinger via count out after this, uh, AJ Styles was on commentary and, uh, I mean, Dillinger started this match on fire. Yeah. Baron Corbin at one point, they were outside of the ring, tossed Dillinger into AJ Styles and then the fastest 10 count ever happened. Yeah. And he wasn't made, he wasn't able to make it back in and, uh, then they announced AJ Styles with Baron Corbin at Hell in a Cell, which makes no sense because, like, Dillinger, all signs point to a, a triple threat.
1: The, I think that Dillinger is going to get tossed in there. He's going to talk to Daniel Bryan, and it's going to have to happen.
0: It has to, especially because Corbin caused <laughs> Dillinger yeah. to—like, um, he tossed AJ, him, in, him into AJ Styles. Like,
1: I mean, if this doesn't happen, you could definitely predict that it's going to be a DQ— Or it's going to be interference with Dillinger. And then the next pay-per-view, it's going to be that triple threat. Maybe. But I'm very entertained by this. And I'm still – I am a mark for Baron Corbin's theme song. I I love that intro. Because you like NSYNC. NSYNC? Oh, yeah. Yeah, I definitely do. Um, Next up, you had – I don't know if it's like 100%, but I was
0: listening to Lars Sullivan's theme song. Mm-hmm. Pretty sure the basics of it is Eddie
1: Guerrero's. I am not familiar with just a different himself. instrument. Yeah, so. I
0: have to give it a listen to again,
1: but. <laughs> Alright, well, next up you had Jinder Mahal and the Singh Brothers in the ring, pretty much just spending their time mocking Nakamura.
0: Well, addressing what happened last week on SmackDown as well. And then, yeah. yes, they mocked pictures of Nakamura, and one of the pictures turned out to be a live video. Which I liked their reactions when they realized it was video, mm-hmm. uh, but Nakamura made his way to the ring, got attacked by all three of them, and then he was able to fight him off and. Hit what do with the Kinshasa.
1: I I just don't like, I don't like the the lack of usage in matches with it, gender with the champion. It actually,
0: first of all, with taking that out of the equation, mm-hmm. it actually sucks that this is the WWE
1: Championship feud. That this is where creativity is for. Both. Yeah, I mean, you you had. I guess that's what happens when you just use them so many times over and over. Because all right, so you have Nakamura versus Jinder. But the thing is, most of the stuff that's been done has been done with Orton with Jin, like in the usage of the Singh brothers, like getting involved and in everything. It's just kind of carrying over now. They're getting involved with Nakamura. What should that- have
0: happened was maybe. Nakamura should have still been down
1: in NXT. Um, you know, I I agree with you. I think it I, I think it may have been a premature move or just uh, create creative just really dropping the ball. I mean, everyone was excited for gender, surprised but excited to see something different. And I feel like the WWE just hasn't really de- delivered. They delivered that first month. But then after that, it just you you piled on the matches with Orton and then it got stale. And then you're having Nakamura and it's just not living up to um, the standard. So, but let's see what happens. Like, Next I, I know
0: it's super far fetched, but like had he stayed in NXT, mm-hmm. they could have created an intercontinental championship. What do you mean? For NXT, like another title. Um, to elevate other people that aren't quite ready for main event.
1: Yeah, you know what? I'm. I agree with you. I think that NXT can definitely use another championship. I know it's like difficult because the it's an hour show every week, and then yeah, the pay per view is only so long.
0: Yeah, and but so I mean, far you, in between.
1: But I mean, you've always said that it a championship doesn't have to be defended like every week, right? Like. So I, I but think you, I right you would that. still
0: need like the champion and everything to be on every show weekly to help build it up. But I think if it had Nakamura stayed in NXT, they could have 100 percent given
1: a new title or created a new title. Mhm. Yeah, I think that the way I think that Nakamura's WWE uh, his SmackDown career so far has been a failure. And I don't think that anybody I mean, it's would not disagree.
0: Just, just not, not, not just Nakamura.
1: No, I mean, of course, there's a, but specifically, and in speaking of Nakamura, I mean, I think I know the same thing could be said about Canellis and uh, Rude. But in regards to Nakamura, well, not yet with Rude, but you know, it's so a like, slow start
0: in the in the history of from NXT to the main roster. I mean.
1: The really only per- hype
0: bros, really, uh, Chad
1: and Jason Jordan, um, page page. What? I think page is the only person to make that jump and be able to maintain, uh, their s- similar status after that jump from an NXT to the main roster. Uh, cause she went right into that, that championship feud
0: stuff. Stuff was a little different then, uh, and what do you mean? Like the layout of everything? I don't know. I, but I, think I that, also I disagree with that because I mean Kevin Owens a hundred percent, Seth Rollins a hundred percent,
1: Finn Balor I I, really. I, oh yeah, no Shield Shield I agree Joe. with Joe. I have to remember those ones. I have to rewatch it, but. I mean, mm-hmm. those weren't terrible
0: call-ups. I mean, the I, I don't know how far back. I mean, you're going far back with Paige. Look at the Wyatt family. Mm-hmm.
1: It, yeah. I mean, it, it, not really the Lucha Dragons, but... No, but it's just kind of unfortunate that this is what's happening now. I mean, it, I don't, like, you have, hopefully it doesn't stay true to Asuka. Hopefully what she's is, able to... What does that mean? To, well, hopefully when she gets called up, oh. then it doesn't end up being like a Nakamura or a Bobby Roode or, or something where she makes her debut, and then next week she maybe she doesn't have a match, or she's just well, seen on can't, screen. you
0: can't judge Roode yet.
1: I'm not judging Rude yet, but I'm judging the lack of usage. I mean, before last night, I think, or on SmackDown, I think the last time, unless it was the week before uh the last it, time no, we saw him was, it Summer was after yeah. SummerSlam yeah that was the last time against Mike canellis
0: um but yeah so moving on from that you got the Usos defeating the Hype Bros New Day sat front row for this
1: um and just and it was as, cool what I follow uh Xavier Woods on Snapchat and he was putting posting on Snapchat all of that they had so live Facebook cool. I think I think he was streaming uh, live on Facebook so he was probably doing both then.
0: But uh, just as Zack Ryder was heating up, Mojo tagged himself in and lost.
1: I did get nervous at one point where Matt, where Zack Ryder went over the turnbuckle. Yeah, and landed on his neck? No, no. I didn't even notice the neck, but I was talking more with his leg. Oh, I don't know. Like, I think I remember seeing a part where it like, landed on his neck. Oh, no, his leg, like his right, his left leg, when he got pushed over the turnbuckle, his left leg looks like it got got caught up. Yeah, it looks like it got caught up on the rope. And I was just like, oh, no, please. No, not another uh, knee injury. No, no, no. So I got I got a little bit like anxious at that moment.
0: So after that, New Day cut a promo. Or Uso's first start of the promo. And then New Day announced that they will defend the titles in Hell in a Cell, which it's like, thank God, hallelujah! Yeah. It's like a hundred percent should have happened from the start. I think they should have had the longest buildup. So I'm looking forward to that match, a hundred percent.
1: Yeah, I think I love the fact that Biggie also went into his popcorn to take out the mics. Yeah, like there's there's so much awesomeness that went on during this um so next up you had charlotte flair no. pick up no you, you had, had rusev, rusev. celebration and what stinks what stinks is i always i put it by numbers like the segments and i just looked at usos in three number three and then i looked at four and i saw rusev and for some reason i skipped rusev and i went to flair
0: yeah so aided english sang the bulgarian national anthem and the mayor of rusev's hometown gave him the key to the city and made the, the that date Rusev day. Yeah, and then Randy Orton ruined everything by hitting an RKO on Aiden English and Rusev. Yeah. Um, so I was enjoying that segment up until Orton.
1: Yeah, I just wanted to end. Uh, what? Orton. <laughs> Orton. But that segment was enjoyable, no? Yeah, no, it was enjoyable. I just, I just want Orton to stop. Go away, please.
0: Well, up next, you had Carmella losing to Charlotte. Uh, James Ellsworth was tied up to the ring post. I thought that... up to the ring post. Very entertaining. Uh, yeah.
1: It was one moment where he went to outrun his chain to run away from Charlotte, and he got pretty much whipped back by the, by the force of the chain.
0: I, I can't believe you just said something positive about James Ellsworth.
1: You know when you're My done, leaf when is done turning, when it's done for correctly, it's done correctly, and I think that with this Carmella chaining him to the turnbuckle and everything, uh, I think that it's it's starting to it's playing out. Well, it's been being done correctly, I think.
0: All right, um, but I guess Charlotte really only won this because she's going. She's the one going into the pay per view mm. for the title. Hattie came yeah. out, cut a promo afterwards. And I didn't listen to her promo, so. I think something uh, maybe worth noting is they had a .com exclusive segment with Lana and Tamina of Lana giving Tamina a makeover, putting lipstick on her and everything, makeup, and said next week the makeover, she's like, I know what has to be done, and she mentioned something about blonde hair. So like I don't know if they're gonna like if, if Tamina's about to be dying her hair blonde. But I don't know. We shall see. If there's yeah. any sort of follow up with that. Um we'll see. Yeah, we'll see what happens. Also, Brizongo, I think they have fashion files coming back next week. Uh oh. So that's something to look forward to. Up after that, Undertaker's music hit. And Dolph Ziggler was dressed like him, came out. And it's like, when Undertaker's music first hit, I was like, oh, snap. And I thought the crowd should have popped way more than they did. Mm -hmm. Um, And then the person that was walking was walking way too fast for... I was like, oh, this person's walking way too fast for that to be Undertaker. And then I think Corey Graves... Wait, Corey Graves? No. No. Wait, so you
1: actually, wait, you didn't actually think it was a taker.
0: At first, yeah, 100%. Really? Yeah. Huh. Okay. Because again, I have that strong Survivor Series feud written in my mind. Why? For him to actually retire at.
1: Okay.
0: But that didn't happen. It was Dolph Ziggler. And then straight from Global Force Wrestling's Amped, Bobby Roode came out (laughs) and finally started to feud with Dolph Ziggler. Yeah. Which I think this Undertaker entrance, I think, topped what the DX stuff was last week. Just because the, all the rumors that are circulating about Undertaker. Mm-hmm. So. Yeah. And finally, at least for that segment, they finally pulled that trigger
1: with Bobby Roode. Yeah, Hopefully, hopefully it lives up to thought though hopefully it, it's a good thing uh, it's like there's no next... doubt
0: in my mind that Dolph Ziggler is still miles above Bobby Roode's in-ring work it's not saying Bobby Roode's a bad wrestler or anything but
1: I'll agree with that I'll agree with that I mean I think that Dolph Ziggler is one of the most talented guys on the roster but I also think that I personally like I would love to see him do see what he has in Japan you know so I know like I'm okay with if he doesn't get used in everything and then it ends up that he does get released or he asks for his release. I mean there was those rumors last year I think that he wanted to uh to leave the company. Um
0: I just but, think WWE should like sign something or work a deal out with New Japan. I like yeah. they did in the nineties and send their send their guys over. Because some of yeah. them could really use stuff like that. Bo Dallas is somebody who could definitely if you send over Bo Dallas and Curtis Axel as yeah. the Miztourage or whatever and, and wrestle in New Japan Pro Wrestling
1: for a bit. I, that's, I'd be all for that. Yeah, there's a lot of wrestlers that could definitely benefit from that.
0: Yeah, and it's like there's 100% both companies would benefit from it.
1: Yeah, I agree. Up next, also Sami Zayn, someone who could benefit from it. I was just thinking that as I was looking at his name, but I was going back and forth with it. I don't know. I I think so. Mm-hmm. But
0: Kevin Owens versus Sami Zayn ends in a no contest. Uh, Kevin Owens hit Zayn with that apron powerbomb. And he kept beating up Sami Zayn, put a chair around Zayn's neck, and was going to stomp on it, but Shane McMahon ran out. And then Sami Zayn got tossed into Shane, and Kevin Owens escaped through the crowd. And Shane McMahon was just focused on Kevin
1: Owens, didn't even go check on Sami Zayn. Yeah. Odd sell. Odd sell. In what way? I don't know. Every time I see Shane McMahon run down and then run into Sami Zayn, it just looks very Three Stooges-like. Well, I mean me. he
0: didn't run he didn't get he didn't run into Sami Zayn. Kevin Owens pushed Zayn
1: into him. Yeah, it just it looks very three stooges like for me. No, I, don't I don't know. About know. That. Um but yeah, so that was SmackDown. Um before we go to break, do you want to talk about NXT and two oh five? I mean two oh five live, there's not much to talk about. Well, I mean with two oh five live, and uh Daivari getting a maybe getting a shot. Yeah, Neville, well, Divari kind of stood up for Enzo, defending him. Uh, and then Neville beat Divari, but then Enzo beat Neville up with a crutch. Um, outside of that, there's really not much to talk. Tozawa defeated Nice. I really like Nice's uh, ab crunches in the corner kicks. Which it's like, I, I, mean, don't, I have no idea how he didn't make it into 2K18. Yeah, I'm sure we'll talk about 2K18 a little bit later on, and definitely will. NXT, uh, I was really a fan of Lars versus Lark, uh, Lorkin. Yeah, it was a really good match. Um, Can you hear the noise, by the way? Yeah. I just, I I'm guess sorry. I should
0: preface this by saying that we're getting our boiler worked on, and it's in the attic right above my room. Ah. So that's the noise. It's been there a, a week long process. <laughs>
1: I took a very uh, a, a cold shower yesterday. Uh, not not too bad. Cold showers, well, not too bad. Get, get you rejuvenated. Yeah. But this match, I really liked the comparison of the two and being like Lorcan is a stiff worker. I thought it worked awesome. Like, dude, those slaps were awesome. Dude, okay, those slaps, the slaps <laughs> chops. Yeah, the, sl- like, the slaps, the, the, and the, the, the face slaps.
0: Those face slaps were
1: awesome. Like Lars was just standing there taking it. And then I really liked the part where Lorcan did a suicide dive and lars caught him yeah like i thought it was really a good balance between the two and uh then danny birch made the save
0: for Logan. which they've had their their stuff in the past
1: yeah i i am happy that danny birch is getting a chance a chance now though i mean he was under contract and got rehired yeah but like did he get rehired i don't know he's still working indies I, i he i think he got picked back up to the performance center yeah, he's not, I don't think he's doing indies as much, though. Um, I don't
0: know, I thought he was. I was like, I just want, like, that, he should 100% just be signed
1: to WWE. I know, it's like they're yanking his chain and then they're not going to do anything, you know? It says, on June, uh, July, July 16, 2015,
0: though not re-signed to WWE, Stone made an appearance on NXT television taping, losing to Kevin Owens. Yeah. Let's see if it says anything about him being signed. Yeah, but
1: that was way back then. There, There's more recent news with him. Because then, after that, he wasn't on TV for a while. And then he started doing more and more uh, work.
0: Yeah, I don't see anything about him being signed to WWE, though.
1: All right. Well, also to note, uh, Heavy Machinery picked up the a victory. Liv Morgan defeated Vanessa Bourne. Vanessa Bourne, I'm still not fond of.
0: Yeah, I... Still, no. Even,
1: like, I went into the match, I'm like, all right, you know what, maybe it was a fluke bad match, and even this match, I I didn't see anything special with Vanessa Bourne. Yeah. I mean, then he had Cassius Ono pick up a victory, but I think some of the things to take away... Wait, uh, over
0: who? I forget, there was a...
1: Uh, Fabian... Oh, Eichner, Aich- yeah, Aich- from the Cruiserweight Classic. Ah. I guess he's signed now. Okay. Maybe, I don't know. All right. Um, you had Adam Cole making his uh, debut NXT debut match, picking up a victory over Eric Young. Yeah, uh, uh,
0: I liked how Eric Young like sacrificed him and sanity for that right before he lost. Yeah, diving into. I,
1: I thought it was really running. good. It was a good match, good debut. Um, just to say, also Regal announced that the NXT. Women's Championship was going to be defended at TakeOver on the 18th of November. And uh, Sane is going to be in it against three other competitors. Pretty really? sure we announced that. Oh, I, I thought this week he made it official. I didn't uh, so, well, I mean,
0: I, I, official is official, but like, this was weeks
1: ago. Yeah. Well, <laughs> I, that's the thing. I know we've been very cautious with announcing. Uh, well, well, we I
0: said, think- well, Triple H announced that she was going to be yeah. in the match.
1: Well, now we now we know it's a fatal four-way, though. I don't know if we knew that. I'm not sure either. But yeah, so that is NXT. So let's take a break, and we'll be right back here on Marking Out.
0: Yo, yo, what's up, y'all? This is DMC, and the place to be, and the only place for you to ever be is right here, listening to Marking Out. That's all it's about. Welcome back, ladies and gentlemen, to Marking Out episode three hundred and forty seven uh moving on to some outside the ring news um cody rhodes signed an exclusive domestic agreement with ring of honor i guess meaning he can't compete in any other sort of company like pwg or something like that
1: uh in the united states i'm yeah i'm not too sure what the um, specifics of it are, but I know that they have had domestic agreements with a lot of people. I mean, Young Bucks, I think, were under contract with them too, but not until recently that expired. Like they they do give contracts to a few people, but I I don't understand why people would agree to them.
0: Yeah, I, I don't I don't I mean like maybe you get like more of a a a, a bonus or something, but like a, like a signing bonus or more money guaranteed if you work Ring of Honor but uh is to it knock worth it? Out, yeah, I don't know. Um but I mean we'll see where that leads to. I guess that completely knocks off Starcade. Not like that. I mean that
1: was a slim chance I mean, anyway. What is it if it's a house show though? I mean it's not televised. Yeah,
0: I don't know. Hmm, maybe. But WWE issued a cease and desist to the Young Bucks over the too sweet hand gesture. Uh, and if they don't stop, there could be penalties for damages up to $150,000
1: or more. Yeah, I think it's kind of funny because they joked about that uh, cease and desist like on their um, Team Elite or whatever YouTube show. Being and, the Elite? Yeah, being the Elite. And now... They are being pressed with those charges. I think that they may have sh- shot themselves in the foot a little bit. They kind of overstepped their boundary with, like...
0: Well, FCR and Suck It and yeah. everything else, yeah.
1: I mean, For- who knows about Hangman Page if he actually got checked out by WWE. I don't think that he's partaking in the next the Bullet Club and in- Raw invasion, which took place on Monday Night Raw before... And uh, I don't think that his invasion, his assistance with the invasion, really boosted his stock with uh, in the eyes of WWE. Rumor has it Vince McMahon was not very happy with it. Um, I I marked for it. Uh
0: but it's like it's never going to be the same as like when DX did it. It's just there's not. It's never going to be the same uh tna tried it <laughs> yeah that really didn't go anywhere road dog was part of that so
1: yeah we'll see what happens with that um but yeah
0: they had the the, the bullet club invaded monday night raw fans were behind it and everything i, I think it's it's fine to do because it's like all's fair
1: mm-hmm. in war and games really? or whatever I would think that you hate this.
0: Nah, it's like... I mean, in some sense, it's stupid, but, like, they're just, like... They're basically just tailgating.
1: I mean, you hate... <laughs> you're you just hated, tailgating
0: a WWE show, so it's But, like, I mean, you
1: hated them using anything WWE, and now that they do something else, WWE, you're okay with it? Uh, but, like,
0: it's just them tailgating. I mean... They just went to... They went to a WWE event to to tailgate. Whatever. Mm-hmm. It's not like they got in. It's not like they, like, went up to the doors and knocked on the doors or anything. They didn't buy tickets to the event. Their friends didn't hook them up with tickets to cause a big scene in the crowd or anything.
1: Mm-hmm. So, it, I mean, it, it is what it is. Uh, Mike and Maria, they announced that they will be having a baby. So that is more time off air for the two of them. But very good, very happy for them. Um, Why yeah, did that's you awesome. laugh? Huh? Why did you laugh when you said that?
0: I don't know. No clue. Yeah, so they're going to maybe come back and feud with Miz and Maurice. Hmm. Because they're both pregnant at the same time. Maybe. Yeah, so uh, the club issued a challenge to Rock and Roll Express via Twitter for Starcade, And Ricky Morton, like, basically replied challenging
1: Tex Ferguson
0: and Chad too bad.
1: Yeah. Fun stuff. Like. Fun stuff. I mean, (laughs) I
0: could, I mean, given WWE's, like, it's a house show and is probably not going to be on the network, I could see them doing that. Mm Mm-hmm. Would you, pop, would you pop to see Chad Doo bad and Tex Ferguson wrestle?
1: No. To be honest, I haven't watched this season, really. Wow. Yeah. Uh, WWE 2K18 will be released on PC the same day as it comes out for other systems. Which is like oh. good
0: news for the PC gamers. I um, guess they had to wait a while for the last two times, I think, it came out on PC um but they officially announced the full DLC for WW2K18 which uh was disappointing it comes with the the season pass comes with the accelerator which allows you to unlock everything uh and edit attributes from the start uh this year it comes with the my player kickstart which allows you to do the exact same thing it allow, allow you could unlock the the moves um clothing options at, and edit your attributes from the start in my career which last year it came separate from the season pass for 9.99 I didn't purchase that uh um, because I like who cares about having all that I'll just work my way up to it
1: mhm uh
0: so I think it's a dumb thing and I'm assuming not many people purchase that Nobody was spending $9.99 on that, so they added it to the, to the season pass to maybe try to make sense of like this season pass being worth the money. Mm-hmm. Uh, they have a new moves pack, which has the new tiebreaker in it from Ty Dillinger. They have that sw- swinging sleeper slam that DDP used to do, which I s- could swear he only did w- when he had short hair, which would just add to my speculation of damn were they going to do a Hall of Fame showcase and then just completely scrapped it? Um, Maybe. Then they have an NXT Generation Pack featuring Elias, which is awesome. Drew McIntyre, again, awesome. Ruby Riott, uh, which, I mean, it's good that there's more women in the game. I don't care either way, though. She has like a somewhat rather plain moveset. Uh, then they got Aleister Black, which is awesome. I can't wait to see his entrance in the game. And uh, then they have Lars Sullivan, which was super surprising, given. Yeah, that, I, I
1: think that's that's awesome.
0: Given that his name change, his first of all, his like TV debut happened in April, and then the name change happened in May. So that's like like normally the cutoff is WrestleMania, but like mm-hmm. this is May two thousand seventeen. I don't understand how, like, how Lars Sullivan made it over someone like Liv Morgan, over someone like Andrade Almas. hmm Um, but I'm pumped to use Lars Sullivan in that. And then they have the Enduring Icons pack featuring Beth Phoenix, the Hardy Boys, and Rock and Roll Express, which is fantastic that Rock and Roll Express is in it. Um... Awesome that Hardy Boys are in it. Beth Phoenix sh- they should have had a Hall of Fame showcase.
1: I don't understand the exclusion of a Hall of Fame showcase, but you um,
0: know. So for twenty nine ninety nine, you get this if you buy the deluxe edition. Uh, it's really it's just thirty dollars more than the standard edition. You could play it four days early, and you get the two Cena attires plus the RVD and Batista characters so it's I mean if you want to spin it how you spin it it's way more worth it to get the deluxe edition than it is to not get the deluxe edition.
1: I wish that people would just not do this at all and kind of send uh, send a little note to them that hey we are not a fan of what you're doing right now
0: uh well uh, there I should mean, be more the internet really exploded over this topic and it's like i 2k was like they're like oh first of all like the hardy boys stuff for whatever reason they posted it during um i think it was during Ooh, was it during raw i think it was it was during raw let's just say it was and uh, they are like, oh, we're going to announce the full DLC roster tomorrow. Stay tuned to our Twitter. I thought for sure I'd wake up and they'd have like at least five, five names announced for DLC already. Mm-hmm. 10 o'clock rolls around. 11 o'clock rolls around. 12 o'clock hits. They announce one person. One o'clock hits. One person. Two o'clock. One person. Three o'clock. And so on. Wow, what's God, the problem with that? That's just so stupid because that—that's them because they know the the DLC was garbage. They know they have to know this DLC is not worth. There's ten characters for thirty dollars,
1: basically. Oh yeah, no, that's not as opposed to highly... last year
0: for thirty dollars you got twenty eight new characters. No, it's, it's
1: robbery. But I don't. I don't but think no, they—they—they're no the way think that they've marketed. character per hour. No, is that's dumb. garbage.
0: That's absolute. That's that's. I think them, that's just you not. No, that's them to... building. That's them trying to build more out of nothing. Okay. They they got the hype with the Hardy Boys. Oh my God, we're gonna get the full list tomorrow, and then the full list is just is just eight other people. Are you kidding me? That was wow. done. That's so pathetic of them. Don't and buy the I, game. And I know, I know, a lot of people said at least that they canceled their pre-orders. I know my friend is canceling his pre-order. Don't buy the game. I, I mean, I, I see. That's what, like, it's a hundred percent. It's not worth it this year. So the then, DLC, why are you doing it? But I, I, I got it for twelve bucks. I got the whole game with the season pass for twelve bucks.
1: Yeah, but you can't carry that over to next year's. Why would I want to? Does it expire?
0: If I I mean I'm sure I could like get a refund from GameStop but I don't see why I would want to. I didn't pay the 100 the 98 something dollars yeah, that everyone for, else
1: did. But for WWE 2K19 that can't be the same application.
0: I'm assuming I'm going to have enough in gift cards to get it for the same amount of money.
1: I don't know. I would say save your money on that even. I or, I know it's 12 There's bucks. No point. It's twelve dollars. I, I don't get. I don't get it. It's twelve dollars
0: that but I paid. Everyone else paid ninety eight dollars. Yeah, fools. In my case, it's worth it. In in everyone else's case, it's a hundred percent.
1: It's not worth it. I think it's crazy that everybody spends so much money on this video game, and I don't think it's worth it either. It's um, especially
0: with them only giving ten new characters. I don't mm-hmm. believe there's any new arenas within the downloadable content. Mm-hmm. Um. I don't know, man. But I, I mean, like, at least they showed off the creation suite video. So at least they have a template in there for the Hammerstein Ballroom. Because that's yeah. awesome. And uh, then I... wh- even more to add to the stupidness of 2K. They were like, oh, that's it for today. To back tomorrow, check back tomorrow to get like the full list of DLC, like the breakdown and everything, which I don't know why like they didn't just have ready for that day, that they announced everything on Tuesday. I, it just makes no sense, because the only thing that they ro- announced the next day is the price breakdowns, which just further proves that it's not worth it. People paid 30 bucks last year for, for almost 30 characters. New arenas. Tons of entrances. Tons of entrance music due to the, the other characters. And this year they get 10. Granted, the roster is already gigantic without the 10 DLC characters. And, I mean, there are definitely people in that game that could have been... DLC, as opposed to just being included in the roster, like Cassius Ohno. Mm -hmm. Um, but there definitely there should have been more.
1: No. Well,
0: moving on to some independent wrestling results taking place last uh, Saturday, was it the twenty second, which was Friday. Ring of Honor Death Before Dishonor 15 in Las Vegas, Nevada. You had the Ring of Honor World Six Man Tag Team Championship Number One Contender match. Uh, Bully Ray and the Briscos defeated the Kingdom. Marty Scurll defeated Chucky e. T. In a Las Vegas Street Fight Punishment, Martinez defeated Jay
1: White. Uh, Six Man Tag Hung Bucks, the Champs defeated Bully Ray and Briscos. And then I believe one or both Briscoes turned on Bully Ray.
0: Unless Maybe. that happened after, I don't know.
1: Uh,
0: for the Ring of Honor World Television title, you had Kenny King defeating Kushida, becoming the new
1: television champion. Congrats, Kenny King. Last man standing match, Silas Young defeated Jay Lethal. For the Ring of Honor World Tag Team Championships, the
0: Motor City Machine Guns defeating the Young Bucks become champions.
1: World title Cody defeated, successfully, uh, Suzuki to retain. Yeah. 922, I believe in wrestling, believe 146, Team Vision Dojo in Orlando, Florida. Deion James defeated Carlos Gabriel. Amber Nova Amber Nova teamed up with Axe Clover and Faris
0: Hakim to defeat C-Bunny, Mike Austin, and Slade Porter. Casey Lennox defeated Aria Blake. Uh Selena DeLorenta defeated Sophia.
1: No, Sophie Castillo. The Mystery Man defeated John Cruz with Jason Cade.
0: Jason Rance versus Jarrell Clark went to a 15-minute time limit draw.
1: Jason Neal defeated uh Jesse Neal defeated Jason Duggan in a Dugan. hardcore match. Dugan. Dugan. Like Jimmy Dugan. Mm-hmm.
0: Uh AWA Florida Championship. Uh, tag team championships on the line. Chico Adams and Mike Parrow successfully retaining those titles against Aaron Epic and Johnny Vandal.
1: Evolve ninety two on the twenty second in Detroit. Zach Saber Junior defeated Jason Kincaid.
0: Austin Theory defeated Stephen or Stephen Wolf. I'm not it's sure. Tracy
1: Tracy Williams defeated Darby Allen. Fred Yahi defeated DJ Z. Catch Point defeated Keith Lee and Matt Riddle. Uh.
0: Yeah, and then the Evolve Tag Team Championships were on the line. ACH and Ethan Page defeated Anthony Henry and James Drake to become the tag team champions.
1: And Cedric Alexander taking on Zack Sabre Jr. went to a no contest. uh, Cedric Alexander being able to compete at this event.
0: Yeah, and then Cedric and Sabre Jr. teamed up to defeat Catchpoint.
1: Yeah, on the tw- uh Which, both of those tw- were
0: dark matches, by the way. I yeah, don't dark
1: know. matches. Mm-hmm. On the 23rd, mm-hmm. Evolved 93 in Summit, Illinois. Uh, Fred he defeated Cedric Alexander.
0: Jason Kincaid defeated Anthony Henry.
1: Austin Theory defeated James Drake. Uh, Drake.
0: Uh, f- the FW title was defended in a four-way match. Stevie Fierce successfully retaining that title against Bryce Benjamin, GPA, and Matt Nix.
1: Darby Allen defeated DJ Z.
0: Uh, the Evolve Tag Team Championships on the line. Catch point defeated ACH and Ethan Page to become the new champions. Uh Ethan Page announced that he's done with Evolve.
1: Yeah, no more taking events from them.
0: Why? Uh, so what happened?
1: No news on that. He says he's saving it for a shoot. To Evolve uh, on
0: his career. That's interesting. Wonder what happened.
1: Yeah. Uh Zach Sabre Jr. the champ defeated Keith Lee.
0: And for the WWN Championship in Anything Goes Match, the champion Matt Riddle successfully retaining that title over Tracy Williams.
1: Yeah.
0: Hey, Dave. Sh- shameless plugs? Shameless
1: plugs. Thank you to the following people for promoting us in this week of professional wrestling. Go check out Kings of the Rings at KOTR underscore podcast. Uh, You can also check them out on Facebook, facebook.com slash K-O-T-R podcast. Go check out Tino Caesar at Tino underscore Caesar. He is the announcer for Dynasty Pro Wrestling. Go give him some love. Go give a follow. Go check out Wrestling IQ 101 at Wrestling IQ 101. They have an interview with Arcadia and Colin West currently posted on YouTube. So go check them out. John Faust at Mr. John Faust. Also, go check out I Believe in Wrestling at I Believe in Wrestle. Uh, They're going to be having an awesome event in Orlando, Florida on October 29th. And so much more. Also, go check out at TNA Creative. Funny people over there. Montreal Broski at MTL Broski. And check out First Thing in the Morning on YouTube. Go check out his Pro Wrestling Tee shop. And go give him a follow. Hey, Brandon, any shout-outs?
0: I'm Louie Anderson. Survey says Brandon shout-outs. Curb Your Enthusiasm is getting the first shout-out as the ninth season starts this Sunday after about six years since season eight. I'm super pumped for that.
1: I look forward to hearing about it.
0: Yeah, you should check it out. Yeah. Yeah. Uh next shout out's going to Fozzie because I, I think it's really cool that they're doing they're attempting three shows in three different cities in one day. Uh in three different states even. It starts out in the morning in Florida, then they fly to Texas and have a midday show and then uh last Las Vegas at night, late night.
1: Gotta give props. I mean, Chris Jericho was one of the hardest working men in all of entertainment. So yeah. and I think it's cool.
0: looking and they have, I think there's, I mean, there is, I don't know if there still is. I'm sure there is because I don't have $12,000, twelve hundred, twelve thousand five hundred dollars actually. Um But if you do, and you're listening to this, there's a way to get on that private jet with Chris Jericho and Fozzie for each gig. So I don't, I don't know how you get onto it. There's a place where you purchase the ticket, but I still think it's cool yeah I agree uh, and then Adam the woo is getting the last shout out uh, for one thousand nine hundred and eleven days he posted a daily vlog on YouTube and uh, I think I've been watching I was watching the videos his videos for about a year and a half or so and uh, he just recently announced that he's no longer gonna be making daily vlogs so I wanted to give him a shout out for entertaining me I know he'll never hear this but it's been fun watching his videos on YouTube. I know uh, I believe he said he's going to start doing the other channel videos more often, but he doesn't know when they'll be happening. Mm-hmm. He's the guy that went to uh, like Universal Studios or Nickelodeon Studios behind the scenes. Uh, no, I saw a few people do that. And then a, a bunch of videos behind the scenes at Disney that got him actually banned. Uh, but he's on good terms with Disney now. Universal just recently banned him for the video for for going to Nickelodeon Studios, which is stupid because that was so many years ago. But and who is this? Adam the
1: Woo. Check it uh, out. Um, I watch. I watch some people uh, do that. I'm not too sure you, if he you was one of them.
0: Definitely, you had to have seen him. His is definitely like the like the main video of that.
1: It Maybe I watched someone going to the Nickelodeon Studio and. Show off everything I think I it could I, be I
0: think I sent it to you Mm-hmm So Maybe So those are my shout-outs For this week Uh Now it's time for hour. Hundred percent has to be the fact that Rock and Roll Express made it into Two K eighteen.
1: Yeah, after I mean
0: there were. I mean there was a lot of doubts with uh, them announcing that there won't be a showcase and everything. Mm-hmm. But luckily they made it in.
1: I mean, I I marked for uh, Aleister Black being announced on that uh, roster yeah, reveal. It's
0: uh yeah. He's another one that like everyone was expecting him to be in it, but. Mm-hmm. A seri- like, another surprising person to, to have been in it.
1: Yeah, uh, very, very awesome. Um, I also marked out for that Bullet Club, um, the Bullet Club Invasion of Raw. I definitely, I won't deny that I did mark out for that. Um, Yeah.
0: And uh, the picture of the week is the best picture of the week in a while.
1: Yeah, so make sure that you uh, <laughs> click that share button. And spread the spread the wealth. Yeah, so uh, speaking of spreading the wealth. Take it away. Yeah, take us home. Well, thank you for listening. Episode 347, we appreciate your support. Go give us a listen, Markin'out.com. iTunes, Stitcher Radio, Google Play, ProWrestlingTees.com slash Out. Go buy a shirt, like us on Facebook, follow us on Twitter, buy the t-shirt. Take care. Spike your hair, woo woo woo, you know it. Ser- seriously, and we wish you the <laughs> best of luck in your future endeavors.
0: Have a-